What's up, folks? Welcome back to Viva La Derby's 5x5 podcast, where we talk about all things to do with 5x5, the Roller Derby Championships. My name is The Big Kahuna, and I'm very lucky to be joined by some of my favorite people on the planet Earth from Hawkesbury Area Roller Derby. I'd leave out the hills because that's just bullshit. Looks an asshole, Lola and Apple. How you doing, ladies? Hey, 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 hey. Yes. Hey. 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 I knew you'd do that. I just knew you'd do that. I think it's not predictable. Uh. We do like small to deliver. Things, small things. Amuse small minds. Hey, that was pretty funny. Come on. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you going, Daddy? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, really we're great. Good. I'm better than I've been in a long time. We haven't human life since the last time we spoke. No, yeah. but for someone, who, so for someone who's called looks, your looks being affected lately. Um, the, well, only if you're not into eye. chicks with bruises. Yeah, I have got a black eye. Uh, we'll <laughs> it's talk not domestic about... abuse, it's derpy. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so... It's also it's also not just poorly applied makeup. <laughs> um, I put my eyeshadow on my nose. <laughs> There's no way to Smoky segue look. from that, no matter how good I am at it. So we'll just throw it to from Northern Beach yeah. Roller Girls. Sure. Get shirty. Hi, how are you? Very good, thank you. How are you doing? Abuse-free, I hope. Pardon? Abuse-free. You're talking about getting bashed and domestic abuse <laughs> and makeup and stuff. Yeah, I'm all good. I only I just hurt myself. It's fine. <laughs> all, all Everyone's so, it. It's like, the all crip podcast yeah, today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um and one um, of the other crippled people that we have on the podcast from <laughs> Southside Derby Dolls, Whack Russell Terrier. Welcome back, man. Thank you. How are we all? Very good, thank you. That's good. So everyone everyone is injured except for me. I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm like better than I've ever been. <laughs> I have like I brought you like life on sunshine right now. New life into the world. It's okay. We're all just sitting here crying, but you you, you brag about how good life is. That's okay. It's all right. For those of you at home like playing bluebird along. sitting on his finger and <laughs> For those of you playing at home, uh, playing along at home, I do have a beautiful new daughter that we welcome to the world on the 4th of June, Nova. Um, and she's been keeping me up late at night, but I'm loving being a dad and all the things that come with it. It's a really strange experience. It's weird. You know what freaks me out the most? Is that when I throw up on the rare occasion, and I haven't thrown up for a long time, I I pride myself (laughs) on being like vomit-free since like 2003 or something like that. But like when I throw up, I feel like I'm going to die, and it's like your entire body is just like freaking the fuck out, and you're like, I never want to do this again. And she just throws up like it's fucking nothing. She's like, Bleh, and it's just all down her chin. And she didn't even yeah. do anything. It's like nothing. Like, And she gets somebody else to clean it up for her. Yeah. 
That's the best part. Yeah. And I also Can love when, like, about vomit? she sits there, <laughs> and I don't know if it's because she can't control her limbs yet, but all of a sudden she'll, like, start shaking her hand violently in the air. And I just laugh. It's funny. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> but I like just... when they go cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah she does that. Uh-huh. I thought I broke And then try and first. focus. Yeah. Aww. But Nova has been keeping us busy. But I still found time in, in you know, the whole thing of being a, a dad and all that to record the podcast and speak some roller derby with some of my favourite people. Yeah, you did. Aww. So we're going to talk about... That's because you're a professional, yo. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we do speak about roller derby and the 5x5 championship specifically. And the last round was round number three, hosted by the very lovely hard... Um, girls out of South Windsor at the Hawkesbury Indoor Stadium. It was May 23, so we're into, we've completed round three. We're past the halfway point of the regular season. Um, and Crazy. we're sort of seeing how things are playing out now, you know. Uh, lots of grand final implications and keeping playoff hopes alive. Some people may be out of the, out of the running, that sort of thing. So it's always an interesting time in five by five with such a limited season. And round three was no different. Everyone's played multiple games. Now it's not just a one and done. You're seeing where you kind of sit in the landscape. And we had some really strong games on that round. Uh, Southside Derby Dolls, for Armageddon and Inner West for Battlegrounds sitting on the bye. But we had four pretty good games. I I told you in the last episode, I was like, fuck, when I scheduled it, I gave some really good games to Hard. I wish we had the games for our round. Yeah, you did. Um, There were some good ones going on. Starting off with Armageddon, Varsity taking on Weird. At the time, before the round, Varsity was the third-ranked team in the Armageddon division. Wollongong was second, so they were close in that regard, but not so close on the scoreboard. Varsity putting on a dominant performance, uh, 268-79. Top scorers were Italy for Weird with 22 and Laser Station uh, for Varsity with 76. MVPs for Weird Buck and Beck. And for Varsity, uh, Weird chose the Cleaver. Um, did anyone get to wow, check out this Wow, that just goes game? to show... Yeah, yeah, I, I got to watch it. Um, or most of it anyway. Um, it just goes to show how many jammers they have in um, Varsity. If their top scorer was 76 with a point... Um, score of like 268, but they must have had a fair few people make up those points. Their shortfalls, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do like, like to spread their love around with the star, don't they? Yeah. I imagine Block to Pussy Jeez, would have had a fair few. Um, repercussions would have had a few. I know Joe Dirt likes to get out there, Cherry Bomb jams a bit. So they got, yeah, they, they, could, they got pretty. Yeah, wow. A lot of flexibility with the star anyway. I love watching Joe Dirt jam. Yeah, a really unique style, right? I just think she's she's pretty cool. Mm. I like watching her. Getting very technical. So that killed that. On the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I like to watch. She's pretty. I just, no, I'm, no, I'm not doing that this year. I just think she's a good jammer. She is a very good jammer. But Varsity... Um, <laughs> Obviously, they had to buy in the first round, so this was their second game of the season. And um, taking the win in round two against Sydney, then a big, massive win against Wollongong in round three, they are poised for 
a return to the grand final for sure, and they are looking strong uh, for someone who's with Southside and you know a likely matchup or a potential matchup. They are playing in round four. Um, I'm always sort of mixed, like torn about. I'm like, wow, they're playing really good. That's awesome. They're playing really good. That's scary. So varsity, um, damn, yeah, yeah, playing out of their skin at the moment. So looking really good. Any other feedback from that game? No, I didn't get to watch it because we were warming up and doing all the things. Yeah, Wollongong, um, you know, again, sort of undermanned in this in this regard. I think they had nine for that game, um, and sort of. I, I sort of said in the last one that although they're always strong, I think Varsity, what they showed in round two, they carried on to round three as far as their dynamic defense and the way they're able to reset really quickly with their walls and do the, I guess, what everyone's trying to do these days with the geometric uh, walls, the triangle or the square, whatever yeah. that rotates around. Mm. Do you know the thing, the, the thing about VDL is their consistency. You know, they... Um, they always come out and perform to a very consistent standard, um, and there hasn't been a lot. And there hasn't been a lot of like doing really well and then slipping a bit. They just keep continuing to build and grow, and it's just their performance on the track and as a team and that kind of gel is just always so strong. Mm. Definitely, absolutely. I mean. Their trajectory has been up and up and up for a long time. It's been a steady growth, like you said, and they've kept a really strong core together. They have you know, a few replacements here and there and people coming yeah. in the lineup, but they've been together for years now. I remember seeing them for the first time at Eastern Region 2012, um, and they put a real scare into the Battlers at the time, and I was like, oh, that's surprised because I didn't know much about them. But, I mean, when you're sort of... They're a little bit isolated down in Canberra. They don't get to get out that much, but things like 5x5 five five is obviously helping in that regard. But really, when they began, where they were playing and who they were training against and playing against was the likes of Canberra. Um, so that's always going to help. But yeah. now they're just going up and up. And Well, the first really time impressive. we came in contact with them was at Skaturian. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, and um, they... They'd beaten us by a couple of points or something in the heat final. Like our potluck team beat them by 300 points. And, um, yeah, and then so then from then they've just, you know, improved. Yeah, out of sight. Yeah, like you know what I, they're I, not the same team. I think team. has helped them a lot. And this may be a controversial subject, but I, I see it in a lot of leagues around the country, and I guess around the world as well. They happen to also be a co-ed league. Mm. So mm. they've got a team of girls that, that are constantly playing against men, um, and the, the capital carnage there, they train with them, they hit them, they take hits from them, and they, they have to be stronger and you know step up to that mark, I guess, and I think it's helped them. Yeah, for sure. Um, any other feedback on that no, game number one? Yeah, big big win from Varsity, dominant performance. Um, what that means, though, is that Wollongong dropped down, obviously, with the loss. But because they won their first round, they're definitely not out. The thing that I'm loving about 5x5 this year is with some of the wins and losses that have come, no one is really out of contention for... The, there's 
people that teams are out of contention. No one's safe yet. Yeah. Um, yep. But no one's safe yet, and no one's like is absolutely in last spot, regardless. Mm. Like everyone can He's do something. Off. Yeah. Mm. To either get into that third, fourth, or for first, second. So they're still alive for sure. Uh, next game was Battlegrounds yeah. as top of the table clash. Actually, it wasn't top of the table. It clash, wasn't Earth. No. Central Coast Roller Girls, or CCRDU, depending who you uh, ask, uh, took on Northern Beaches. Uh, Central Coast were in first place. Northern Beaches were in third place because of the way the buys worked out there. Um, but in a really tough-fought battle and a come-from-behind win, you do sort of have to give it to Central Coast in that regard, but there were some extenuating... Se- Sorry, extenuating circumstances that allowed for the comeback with Central Coast coming over the top of Northern Beaches 202 to 147. Our top scorers were Corporal Punishment. She racked up 47 for Northern Beaches. And she did that all in the first half, by the way. Because she, she got ejected 20 minutes in or something, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, I think yeah. it was seven, wow. like, it was less than 20 minutes. It was, I think, like 15 or 17 minutes in. Yeah. And she top scored 47. Hannibale Dector on Central Coast Crap. side was top scorer with 68. Um, MVPs selected were Get Shirty for Northern Beaches. Is that three from three or two Woo. from two? Two from two. Yeah, two from two. Two from two. Get Shirty. Viva the Derby's <laughs> own. Um, and Central Coast MVP yay, was yay. Rogue Bludger. Yeah. So I'm so guessing I'm... Yeah, uh, yeah you played in this ones, one. Yeah. I did play in this one. Not the full game. Uh, I was I was one of the many many people that didn't last to the end of the game, um, but yeah, look, I think um, CCIG came out stronger than us at the beginning, um, and I think we did really really well. Especially, I think Yorkie got done. Yorkie broke her collarbone in the first. Early. I think it was like five minutes, like literally within the first five minutes. I think it was her second jam or something. And her and Copper just they, – they both went at each other and Yorkie's shoulder just kind of wasn't in the right position and, and, and so she was out. But bless her. Like, it was seven minutes 24, I think it was. Was it? Whoa. And, um, yeah. yeah. It was so early on. And, um, and she I don't kept know jamming. What, she just kept going because we honestly did not expect her to be injured. I don't know what it was about her, but nobody just expected it. So Top was like, come on, like, keep going. She's come off like, oh, I'm a little bit sore. She kept going. And then she ended up giving a panty um, panty swap to Ruby. And then, to Ruby. And then we realized, oh, hang on, she's actually really hurt herself and off to hospital. She got operated on that week. So You know, um, I was calling from the sideline <laughs> in my head. What? Your lead, call it off. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even think yeah. that. It was so weird. It was the she was so thing. dazed though. Like she was dazed. We weren't too sure what realize. was happening because we didn't realize. Like it was it was one of those things. And Ruby's just like you hear Ruby on the footage going, "Give me the panty, give me the panty." It was just like, oh. and <laughs> I, could, I could from see the it when she got up, down. and then she tried to skate, and you could just oh. see, you know, when someone does do their shoulder, they, their arms like limp. Yeah, and they just kind of yeah. hold it there, and then yeah. she tried and, to go into a wall. As well, like, yeah. and she tried to go into a wall. Like, yeah, she yeah she just was just yeah it was afterwards. awful yeah yeah but um she's doing really well which is awesome. What's and the uh, prognosis there? So she, if we make the finals, so either grand final, or the third and fourth, she should be back for that. Wow. Yeah. So she had the um she they literally got her straight into um, an operating theater two days later or something, and they put a bolt in the bone to join it back together. 
she titanium. Yeah, yeah. So she's out of the sling and everything, which is great. But um, and then I think halfway through the second half or first quarter of the second half, Dread popped her knee. She um dislocated her knee. Damn. So she was out. Um, and as as we mentioned before, um, you know, uh, patch or corporal punishment. She at about twenty minutes, fifteen, twenty minutes in or something, she was leaving the um the penalty box and just didn't even see even Stephen, who's one of the refs, and literally just ran into him and um, was ejected for it because I just like, yeah, she said, I just, my brain snapped. I didn't even see him, just ran straight, straight through him. So she was ejected early as well. So that was like three people down. Um, and then I think we started with 11 or something. And I just think it was kind of, we kept it going, I think pretty well for a long time. And we just got buggered. Well, you had, you held the lead the for a while there. Yeah, we did. I think we held it until like the last eight minutes or something. Yeah, they came back. The last last, 15 minutes. Yeah, Yeah, but I don't think they took lead until like that last eight minutes or something. Like it was really – and we just started dropping players. It was pretty late in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we just – I think I was on six penalties for like – three of you left on the track, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like it was just – Three. Yeah. There's so many things I can say about the game, but I just, you know, um, you can't – have that many penalties against a team like CCIG because they they're just too good. You can't do it. Like so, I it was a, seeing you jamming, jamming, and I I, I knew you were on six, six, and I'm like, do they know she's on six? Yeah. And, and you turned around, and Apple was sitting next to me, and you like put your hands up six, and like and was smiling and stuff, going, oh shit. I was just shaking my head. I'd been by that time, I'd been on six for quite a while because I was high in the first half, and I said, and um. Yeah, and you know, and even CCIG were yelling, um, shirt is on six, shirt is on six. So, like, I'm going, oh, fuck, they know. And uh, so, like, that was all happening. I went, okay, so for a few jams, it was all right. And then I got a silly one, I think, a um, few minutes out, which is really frustrating. Because when you're on the sideline, you don't always um, know exactly how many people are on the bench, right? Yeah. Like, like at one point, I went... I haven't seen Dread for a while. I don't think she got ejected. What's happening with Dread? Like the, the funniest story. So I was in the penalty box with Dread, and I don't know if you know Dread. She's one of the most calm people ever. Like she does a lot of yoga and all that kind of stuff and retreats and all that kind of jazz, right? And so we're literally sitting um, on on the bench in the penalty box because I spent a lot of time there. And she put a hand on my knee and she went, "So I can't go back on the track." I went, "Why? What's wrong with you?" She goes, "Well." <laughs> I've dislocated my knee. I've gone, what? She went, yeah, I'm all right. I just can't skate. And that's how she was talking to me. And I'm there going, oh, my God, what do we do? And, oh she, and she's just, it was the weird. She's like, yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to, once, once I get left from the Going to a downward dog. Yes. <laughs> so, and she just stayed on the side of, like, she just stayed in the bench and took people's penalties for them. Yeah, she served like, penalty time. She's just a rock star. And I'm there going, you are crazy. So, um, yeah, we don't know how long she's going to be out for, but she was sitting people's penalties while, um, so we could have more people on the track. Oh, my That's God. Yeah. Because there were three of you left. <laughs> Oh God! So with anyway. so few people on the track, there really wasn't much you could do against you know against Central Coast. Like they win when there's lots of people on the track. So, you know, with that many people, yeah. you you put in a good effort though. And I think what it shows is 
a couple of things. Um, I said last round after um, Hard... Did you play him in round two? Mm, yes. Yeah. 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 I said in, in the last round that they did show some vulnerability, um, and they've done it each round so far. In round number one, Inner West got out to about a 50-60 point lead, and they caught it back. In round two, I think you got, you held about a 30 point lead, Hard did. And then in round three, Northern Beach, so they're, they're not exactly the dominant juggernaut they've been, but they're yeah. showing a lot of resilience. And they're showing a lot of um, sort of patience and coming back. And it's often a lot harder to come back than it is to hold a lead. And they're showing that they can do mm. that, which is which is a good sign for them. But it also shows that for a team like Northern Beaches, that if you were to face them again, maybe with a full full complement on the track, whatever the case may be, you know that you can get there. For the full yeah, yeah. Full and, hour. So there's a lot of positive yeah. signs around the whole game for both teams that they can take from it. And I hope that you know, Northern Beach is obviously um, getting down to that that number of players. That's not necessarily a good thing either. You can't go like you can go. Well, we only had three players and we stuck to it and we got there. And then you're like, but how did you get down to three players? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we've, I mean, and we've really got to look at that. Like, what were our penalties? If you know what I mean. So, yeah. um, and they were, and and we've spoken about it. And they were, they were, you know, the ones that really got to us were not reforming a pack or, you know, those ones that should not happen at all. You know, and that's where it's kind of, you know, every now and again you're going to get an elbow or something like that. That happens. Um, Try, absolutely try not to, but yeah, it's the ones where, you know, silly cut tracks where we're not thinking and we jump back on or, um, yeah, reforming of the pack, breaking the pack, that kind of stuff. That's what we've really got to work on with our penalties. So we'll be watching that this weekend. So this game showed a lot of things, as I said. So, um, and regardless of the results of that particular round, because it meant that Central Coast stayed in first and Northern Beaches have stayed in third. So it didn't really shake things up all that much, but I think it lays some real, um, put some really interesting questions and scenarios about future matchups um, and what teams will Central Coast have a buy this round, but they'll be playing Blue Mountains in the last round and then going into the grand final um, in all likelihood as well. Uh, I think they're probably probably a lock, I'd say, to get to the grand final. Yeah. But it, it sort of opens up some questions for other teams and mm. I, I think that gives a lot of people stuff to think about. Yeah. Oh, I've done all the calculations, what will happen, who wins in each game and by how many points, and I reckon it's going to come down to points. It seriously is. It's um, it's going to be a good one. It's yeah. good. I love 5x5. Yeah, five five. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is also the round for Central Coast where they were on the scoreboard anyway, uh, Central Coast Roller Derby United, CCRDU, and the first time they saw we saw some of the um, CKO girls, now CCRDU, uh, make their debut with the new team. Yeah. Well, we even gave – and one of them was Rogue Bludger, who we gave MVP MVP. to. Yeah, she was jamming and um, she was – yeah, she was great. And uh, we watched the footage back because sometimes, you know, on the day it it, it seems a bit different to what it looks like on the footage. But, yeah, no, she was killing it. It was a good game. It was a really good game. Mm. Um, And it was a lot of fun to watch, um, especially when stuff goes fucking crazy with (laughs) getting ejected and all that. It's just – it's – it's a lot of fun. Like, I know it must be stressful as shit when you're playing it, um, but for us on the sideline, it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to watch. Look, yeah. You know it was did? a really good game to watch. There's lots of holy yeah, shit It was moments. intense. It was a great training um, ground for the referees. 
I think. And, you know, we're as Northern Beaches, and I'm sure CCRD, you're the same. We like we like to help people where we can, and I think we, we did a really good job helping the refs out by giving them a lot of work to do. Um, look, <laughs> Shady, well, as, someone, as someone who has fouled out for many a game, I do <laughs> enjoy also setting challenges for the refs, particularly if I can give them a combination of penalties that they've never seen before that cause you to foul out. And, it's, you know, that's always good times for them. It's really it's, just bringing learning tools to the whole Joby community. It really is. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing feels better than to give back to the community, and I think that's what so we So true. Being in- <laughs> it's also two bench managers so that definitely challenge the refs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was also entertaining with everybody in the middle at all the time. So, you know. Mm. <laughs> Hans should just, like, get a tent in the middle. Just camp out there. Actually, I think there was a comment by one of you guys on the um, on the footage about it, actually. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a hell of a game in that battlegrounds. And used to, like... Like, Northern Beach has only started bouting last year, but that's turned into a real little rivalry, I think, and I love it. I love that it's a rivalry when we haven't won yet. I'm like, fuck, it can't be a rivalry where at least even with the, you know, but um, hopefully next time. Hopefully we'll grab them next time. You have come close. A lot of, you know. Oh, I tell you what, I thought it was it last game. I thought that was, I thought we'd had it, but um, we'll keep trying. We did have it. If we did have it. had no, yeah, fouled out and... You broken. Know, broken and dislocated, <laughs> yeah. um, then it would have been a different outcome. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Anyway, we'll, mm. we'll, we'll see you next time. And then there's also the thing of um, that game, obviously with an injury toll, also has repercussions for this round. The, and you uh, can never come out of a game like that where there's that much sort of chaos and carnage, especially around injuries, without some sort of consequences. So we'll talk about that in the rosters coming up, but um, an interesting game on the night, but also for the way it plays out in coming rounds as well. Mm. So next game, number three for the evening, was the Armageddon division back again. Uh, this one was Newcastle Roller Derby League's Dockyard Dames taking on Sydney Roller Derby League Snipers. Uh, Newcastle were in bottom place at the time, fifth playing fourth. Uh, neither team had a win at that point, so coming into round three, both teams looking for their first win and to break that cycle there, I guess. And also, like, really, at the start of the season, when we're going... 5x5, Armageddon Division, Newcastle Dockyard Dames, Sydney Snipers. Who the fuck would have thought that they were playing for their first win? I know, right? Yeah. Crazy. I love 5x5. Anyway, in in a really close uh, battle, really close game, um, Newcastle ended up coming away with the win in the last jam, 152 to 146, securing their first win of the season. Top scorer is Micro Machine for Sydney. She was on 42 for Newcastle. Uh, Holly Funk and Fantastic shared the honours of top scorer with 50 apiece. Uh, MVPs mm. named were Micro Machine for Sydney and Debris for Newcastle. So mm. only six points in it at the end. Uh, That's insanity. That was a really exciting game. It was. Yeah. What happened in that last jam? Because um, I haven't watched it back, but I was on the camera, so I missed bits and pieces. But what it looked like was Sydney got lead and called it after NRDL got through as well. Does anyone remember what actually – because I thought Sydney had it and then the call didn't happen or or am I thinking – have I made this up in my brain? 
No, I think you're right. I'm, I'm was there a, was there a to... cut? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Was there, a, was there a penalty on the SRDL jammer? I don't, I don't remember. Well, there it might was be Feisty jamming, I think. But she did call it off. Yeah. Called called off. It. So Feisty was jamming. Oh, and I, okay, okay. And she had gotten through. And, I mean, if there's six points in it, I'm, I mustn't be correct. But I thought if she would gotten through, she, they could have won it. And yeah. she went to call it off. And she didn't call it off in time. And then NRDL jam it, like, she got through as well and got the point, so the score stayed, stayed the same. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and I thought, oh, she could have gone through again. Or, and I was just wondering what was happening there. It was like, oh, it was like, I was trying not to make the camera, like the the, the, the camera, tripod. the podcast, yeah, <laughs> going crazy because I was like jumping up and down. It was. <laughs> so yeah, that game came to a um, bit of a shocking close. Close there it was. Five points going to the final jam. Both jammers step up to the line. Uh, Newcastle ahead, holding on to a slim point, uh, slim differential. Obviously, more than one pass. So, five points. Feisty <coughs> um, Cuffs ends up getting lead. Holly Funk gets out as well. Same scoring pass, and Feisty called it, in effect, closing the game. I don't know if she thought there was maybe still some time on the clock to get a timeout and get another yeah, jam that's in. Yeah, possibility, actually. Uh, maybe, but um, game was over and, and ended with a six-point lead. So even on that scoring pass, um, Holly Funk ended up scoring more points than Feisty on that one anyway. They extended it to six points. But a hell of a game mm. from these two teams. Like, um, if they were sort of down... In the first two rounds, I think this one was a bit of a rejuvenation game for them, and they both played awesomely. Um, it's just sort of unfortunate. I said when I was interviewing them at the end, um, considering that these two teams, it's maybe a little bit unfortunate that they sort of met at this point rather than they're both on a, I think, in my opinion anyway, they're sort of both for this season on an upward apex because um, Sydney... How we've we've said it before, and they've they've said it as well that it's a new team coming together. They had very little preparation time, and now they're kind of finding their feet and they're finding how to work with each other, and that and they're getting better. Newcastle, in a similar vein, had a whole bunch of injuries and people out, and they're now getting some people back into the lineup, so they're getting better and better as well. Um, it would have been really interesting to see if these two teams had played in round five, or round four. Um, they may end up still playing in the you know the third fourth spot or whatever the case may be, but um, the fact that they're both getting better and they met each other at that time shows exactly what happens with a very close game like that. Mm. You could tell they both wanted the first win though, like their first win. They nobody backed down. Well, the thing is, I don't think either of these teams are used to being in this position. Mm. You know what I mean? They are yeah, in our sure. region. Um, they're powerhouses. Everyone thought, and and I did too, like, you know, as soon as you mention Sydney Roller Derby League and Newcastle Roller Derby League are in 5 by 5 you almost kind of pencil them in for the grand final. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. in your head mentally. And I think, uh, especially in the first two rounds, or the first, first, yeah, definitely in the first two rounds, if you looked at the way people tipped, they still had it in their head that that was the way it was going to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, when they're coming up against each other, how do you... I don't know. That was a really tough one to pick as well for tipping, I think. Mm. Um, but a hell of a game. Any, any other observations from this one? Well, we didn't see... Um, well, I didn't see a lot of it because we were <coughs> gearing up, warming up, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
But I saw, like, from the warm-up track, I saw that last, you know, those last few minutes of the game and just thinking, you know, oh, my God. In fact, I think both us and Blue Mountains were kind of over on the warm-up courts but watching through the net to see what was going on because that mm. scoreline remained so close for so long and um, it's it just so easily right down to the last jam could have gone either way. Now, in in this game, um, in the first half, Newcastle had actually gotten out to a pretty healthy lead, not not a dominant lead, and definitely not a safe one, as we could see by the end, the final score. Mm. But Sydney had to actually stage their comeback, um, and late in the in the second half, Sydney actually got ahead on the yeah. scoreboard, and obviously Newcastle rallied. Um, they're a team that's a bit more experienced. They've got new people in there, but they've got some veterans that have been there before, done that, and came through at the end. And one thing I found really interesting when you watch this game compared to the Northern Beaches um, Central Coast one, um, obviously very different circumstances with the way Northern Beaches had so few numbers. That's obviously a, a very big factor. Um, yeah. But I found it really fascinating because you often see teams, when you're faced with a comeback... Um, Either go one or two ways, right? And and I spoke about Central Coast resilience because it's so hard and so difficult to make that comeback. You got to, especially when it's a, a tough, low-scoring defensive game. Like look at the total scores here: one fifty-two to one forty-three. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of points in it. So when you're trying to claw back a thirty-point lead and you're really not that putting that many points up anyway, there's no twenty, thirty, forty, thirty-five point jams. Yeah, clawing back a lead can be hard. And a lot of the times what happens is once they get to that lead and they stride so hard for the last 15 jams, there can sometimes be a bit of an adrenaline dump and they get over that peak. They're like, we got there, we got the lead, and then they kind of let go a little bit, you know, because we – and a lot of the times I've found watching Derby, and I'm talking so much shit right now, but I've found um, (laughs) timing that comeback, timing your peaks – is really so that you important. Don't, yeah, yeah, peak too soon. As exactly. a as a team who have had to do that previously with varying degrees of success, it's um a really it's really difficult to maintain your composure and to keep focused to keep you know when when you're clawing that comeback and then when you look at the scoreboard and you're thinking shit we've done it we've fucking caught up or we're ahead or whatever yeah. um. So not not letting yourself be overcome by that um, and keeping calm and focused as a team, it's actually it's a really difficult thing to do. It's such that's where, like, you know, the mental game comes into it. Yeah. Glad you said that. So I'm not talking out of school. Like, you can attest to the fact that there is a No, of it's a, true. A yeah. It's side, really, yeah. it's yeah, really, really, yeah, it's a thing. So they obviously did that where they, they crested and then sort of had that dump and Newcastle were able to sort of rally. But the other way that happens is if you time it right, sometimes like Central Coast made that comeback and then just kept on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if, and you take the momentum, you keep going with it. And, you know, who knows, every time you see a comeback like that or you hear things and you hear people go, um, oh, if the game went for 10 more minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? We would have had them if we had yeah. 10 more minutes because that timing of that peak – and the way the team's coming together, it, it, it's really fascinating about this sport that I love so much. Um, 
but yeah, just seeing those two games next to each other where one team came back and kept going and then one team came back and then dropped. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's some insight. <laughs> I can be smart sometimes. <laughs> no, it was, it was a really good game to watch and it was – I didn't have a lot of my nails left after those, you know, after first watching the um, – Second game and then the third game was just crazy. And then you came and benched us. I did. Yeah, you did. And you made me bite my nails even more. So that nah, brought that us good. to game number four. Great segue. Uh, from Thank you. Well Thank you. I, I applaud you. <laughs> Our hostesses with the Moses' hard uh, played host to Blue Mountains Royal Derby League. So the Kamikaze is taking on the Free Sisters. This was a playoff between Hardware fourth coming into it and Blue Mountains fifth. Uh, with only the the one game under their belt in round two, the loss, um, hard able to come a, come with a very narrow win in the end, yeah. uh, one twenty three to one o three. Uh, top scorers for the game: Lightning for hard with fifty, Vic Hitter with fifty two uh, wow. for Blue Mountains. That kind of I think that threw a lot of people tips out tips out as Indeed. well. Did freaking Vic? <laughs> she, God, she worked. She worked so hard that game. Yeah. My uh, God, that woman worked hard. She scored half their points. I know. She yeah. really did a great job. Uh, MVPs were uh, Rithula Rex for hard and Vic Hitter, of course, for Blue Mountains mm. claiming the, the honours there. So this was, like I said in that last round, the, it was a game where Blue Mountains was sort of coming back at you. Yeah, yeah. they did. And, it, you know, we said um, going into it, that despite them playing short, um, we knew we couldn't discount them. Those girls are used to playing short. Um, they're really fit. They're really strong. So we, you know, it was never, ever certain for us. Um, and, yeah, you're right. They clawed it back and they um, made us work for it. And it was a good game. There wasn't a lead change, was there? No. <laughs> No, they were coming no. hard. Yeah. Mm. Funny. Like, your name sometimes stuffs up the the sentences you can use because it sounds like you're trying to make a pun or whatever. Um, but, yeah, they were, they were coming very <laughs> they were coming very hard at you. Um, but, like I said, if if maybe if they they were a team that could say, maybe if we had 10 more minutes, you know, because of the way that the, the momentum was with them for a little bit. But yeah. it yeah. showed a lot of heart and a lot of determination to be able to uh, withstand the comeback and sort of dig deep, and I think that was a really impressive win. Um, even though not neither team was really dominant, it was a close game. Um, yeah. But the fact of the circumstances were you got out ahead, got a big lead, um, a comeback came against you, and you were able to stand against it and sort of not crumble under the pressure, which is really impressive. Yeah, it's um, it was a good game to play. It was um, you know, much aside from from it being quite a hard-fought game um, and the margin being quite close, the, the Blue Mountains girls are really great to play. They're really great to play. They're challenging. They're really nice girls. They mm. make you work for it, but they're, they're just they're good to play against. Now, they unfortunately did have a, an injury of their own as well in that yeah. game with Asylum Sam going down. Yeah. What is up happening with her? Is she okay? What? No, she she, she done a knee. She did oh. something like torn 
something. I can't remember exactly, like but the she's, ACL or yeah, something like that. Whoa. That ACL. was um that I that was me that hit her too. It wasn't it wasn't good for her in the end though. She uh, when she landed, she landed. It looked like for because I was benching. Down. Yeah, it, um, it was like she came down on the side of so she went down on her side, but yeah. her the side of her knee smacked the floor, and um. Oh. Yeah, that's how, well. That's how it kind of looked from where I was standing, but yeah, it's the so way she was close. holding it, it didn't look. It didn't look good. She's so had a close couple to of the end of the game as well. Like that's just it's one of those. Yeah. Things, like yeah, she was like that would have been her last jam. It's like ah, poor bugger. Yeah. Yeah. And she's had a couple of complications since then, but she seems. Um, mm. That's terrible. She seems pretty determined. She's up and she's. she said to me yesterday she's allowed to walk around the house now without crutches. So Woo! that's good. <laughs> but it's it's a big injury. It's not surgical, although I think she said she's seeing the um, surgeon again for another consult next week. But um, they didn't think that it needed, that it needed surgery. Um, but, yeah, it was – it's it's horrible. It's horrible getting injured in a game. It's horrible being the one who um, executes the hit that injures somebody. Yeah. Um, it's just – and when you're already playing short like the Blue Mountains girls were, um, you know, it's not – you don't want that to happen. Well, you don't ever want it to happen, but – No. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever goes out there – to hurt another person like it's god just, no you know no. It's, it's not how it works and it was a, it was a fair hit and it's, it's just bloody unlucky like really mm. freaking unlucky it was the last gem wasn't it yeah i think it was no it wasn't the very last gem. Oh, the it? very last gem was when i hit shaya and shaya got winded that's right. I knew that there was – what are you, brute? <laughs> I was a fucking – No wonder you got your nose broke. <laughs> yeah, Roll of a destroyer. That was the universe paying me back. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I was, I was really a bit of a menace that game, and I was really worried about both girls. I, you know – Yeah. Oh, yeah, anyway. I knew that there was an injury in the last year. I forgot it was um, red. Yeah, but yeah. Oh. <sighs> Anyway, not to, you know, let injury detract from the fact that it was a good game. We uh-huh. got to try out some of the stuff that we've been practising that seemed to work for us. They made us work. I'm pretty sure we made them work. Um, like I said, Vic especially just, like, what a powerhouse for that team. Wow. Mm. Scoring half their points and shit. She's been huge for them this year. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, not traditionally a jammer. Last, you know, the last year or two, whatever, that she, however long she's been playing with them. But yeah, um, with obviously their sort of low numbers, stepping up to the plate and really mm. shining for him. Yeah, oh, good enough. So that yeah. was again like just a trio of really close. Like the first game was a, a great game as far as um seeing a lot of skill from Varsity and putting on a, a, a really strong performance, but the the next three games were all so close and nail-biting and exciting the whole way through. So mm. a hell of a round of roller derby. Um, again, with long-reaching consequences, not just uh, for the table, but with injuries and the way that's all going to play out. It sort of paints... The, it, it changes the landscape of, mm. of the 5x5. And again, like I say it so often, but this is one of the reasons why I love 
something like 5x5, five five, where it's not just one weekend tournament. It's not like one and done. There's yeah. there's narratives and there's stories and things change from March to August. And even though it's only uh, four games for each team or five rounds in a grand final, that six-month period, things change so dramatically and it, it paints a really interesting story. Um more than just what happens on the track. It's kind of, you know, you can really follow a team's progress. Um, and for some, unfortunately, you can really follow a team's demise as well, <laughs> depending on how it sort of plays yeah. out, uh, which is fascinating. It's like, this is going to sound really condescending, hmm. uh, but it's like a real sport. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got some amazing sport happening in round number three. So, anything else people want to add to those four games? Nope. All right. So, the way that sort of impacted the tables um, after round number three, heading into round number four, for the Armageddon division, Southside uh, with the bye, uh, still sitting on top based on point differential. They're on six points. Varsity also on six points, but because of points, they are in second place. Um, And which is really interesting to think because Varsity beat Wollongong by so much, right? But Southside had a really big game against Newcastle in round two, um, and Varsity had a close one against Sydney in round one. So Varsity in second, Southside in first, Newcastle um, claiming their first win. They move into third place. Wollongong in fourth with four points, and Sydney Roller Derby League at the bottom with three points. For the Battlegrounds division... Central Coast in first, undefeated. They're three from three and sitting on nine points. Hard, picking up your first win, jump to second place. <laughs> so in the running, attention. Uh, mm-hmm. Northern Beaches in third place, still unchanged. They're on four points. Inner West in four after their bye, uh, in fifth, sorry, in fourth on four points after their bye in the round. And Blue Mountains yet to uh, notch up a win there in fifth place with two losses for the season. So, again, you can see lots of changes um, and sort of long-reaching implications. Hard making a jump up there. Um, Varsity getting into second place. Wollongong dropping down a bit. So, lots of changes up and down the ladder. But we're sort of starting to see how August might look. And it's really interesting times, I think. Mm. Uh, we also had the tipping comp updated as well. Through to the next round, round four, Southside Derby Dolls at Whitlam Leisure Centre. <laughs> <laughs> so the tipping comp, one oh, name she that you forgot won't the tips again, in the Shirty. Top 10 <laughs> is, uh, get Shirty, not in there anymore. Yeah, I forgot Uh-oh. to put my tips in. I always do it the night before, like it's part of my prep. And I stuffed it up. And I would just like to thank both you and Apple for your support on the day. Um, I think I told Apple, you literally. I think we high fived, didn't we, Kahuna? Well, you pissed yourself laughing, and then you had a back injury, yet you managed to run over to tell him. I ran let him nowhere. Know. Okay. I may have had a sprite in my step, but um, I ran nowhere. So after round number three, I'm holding strong. Yeah, Sitting yeah. pretty at the top there, 32 <sighs> points. But the top 10 goes like this. Uh, it's me, the Rach, Mr. Slinks. Does anyone know Mr. Slinks? I don't know Mr. Slinks. No. I'm but assuming it's third. another cat, though. It sounds like one. It sounds like it should be a cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's in third with uh, on tiebreak sitting in third. That's pretty good. Um, Tonya Harder's in fourth. Um, Apple Your Hair's in fifth. Top, top 10, baby. Top five. Oh, yeah. Uh, Walker Mac, number six. Goobs in seventh. 
Uh, Minxie, last year's winner, also known as Fairy Bled. She's in number eight. Funny, because she's number eight. Uh, number nine is Bacardi Bruiser. And number ten, Count Dotula. I don't know that person either. <laughs> See, Tippy comes cool. You get all these people that you don't know and they're in there having a swing. It's all just going to be useless though because I am going to win it all. You know what's funny though is that the prize for the winner is like a mega merch pack. Merch from every team in the 5x5 and I won't be able to wear any of it. So Nova's going to like get some mad swag. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll give it to second place or something. So maybe that gives the people to you know a reason to keep trying because gunning for first probably is not going to happen. Um, but just hang in there. Try to get second. You might get something. There you go. <laughs> um, so you can still get your tips in. And Shodi, don't forget this round. You're still oh, in it because if you get a perfect round, you get bonus points. Yeah. And you'll be right back in there. All right. This week it's on. So round at number four, you get your tips in now, but it is happening at the Whitlam Leisure Centre in Liverpool, um, hosted by the Southside Derby Dolls. Uh, it's the first time in this venue. We're a little bit, I'm a little bit um, anxious, to be honest with you, like a new venue. Uh, it's not just the venue, it's a new area. And yeah, it's, sort of it's a, a bit of pressure. Bit, at the moment, anyway. <laughs> um, it's a little bit untouched by roller derby. I know there used to be a league in the Did region it? there. Did there? They did. There, there was. There was, funnily enough. Um, yeah. But there's not much of a presence at the moment, so we want to bring it back to the southwest. It's still sort of south. We're just claiming Nothing the entire there. south side yeah. of Sydney. Just the south area. Yeah, the south. <laughs> Anywhere from, like, I don't know, Penrith <laughs> down is just all us. Um, <laughs> just pissing on all the areas, aren't you? Marking your territory. This um, is mine, and this is mine, and this is mine. <laughs> this is also mine. Everything the light touches. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got three venues now that you can bow at, so, you know. Can you give one to the Northern Beaches, please? Like, hey, none. if you want to come down to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the Northern Beaches, isn't it? Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Pool, water. According to according to Kahuna, this is mine and this is mine. <laughs> also mine. If you use Apple Maps, it might sort of think it's up that region. And oh, manly, yeah. this is mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Whitlam's Leisure Centre, first time there. It's a really cool venue. We're excited by it. As I said, I hope that people turn up and I really hope that the local sort of area buys into it. Uh, the more people that see Derby and and f- can fall in love, it, love with it like we have um, and hasn't been in the area before. So hopefully everyone supports and gets behind it. We got in the local paper and everything like that. Because you're holding a Derby, a roller yeah, Derby. we're hosting a roller Derby. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to when people say the Derby. Are you going the to derby. the Derby? Yeah. Um, at least it wasn't Derby. Oh, I'm sure it was oh, Derby. They just spelt it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is – we're obviously going to have the four games as per usual. Okay, so the first game kicking off the day is the Battlegrounds Division. Blue Mountains Roller Derby League's Free Sisters taking on Northern Beaches Sirens. Who's playing for the Free Sisters in this round? Free Sisters this round have got Roxy Tosin being the <laughs> captain, uh, Dr. Hoo-Hoo, <laughs> Vicious Delicious, Blood Red Penny, Victoria Hitter, Ruby Bruce Day, Kitty Carnage, Dame of Destruction, 
An Emergency, Ninja Rogers, and on the bench they've got Mischief Managed. So in for this round they've got Cutie Carnage and Dame of Destruction, uh, and out they've got Asylum Sam and Losmosis. Cool. For the Sirens we've got Nasty Noodle, Unsteady, Crushing Over, Betty Rocker, Metallicez, Miss Priss, Corporal Punishment will be wearing the C, Go-Go and Bruisemall. Actually, her full name isn't on there. What is it? Um, oh, I can't remember, but we'll call it Bruisemall because that's what's on there. The ball and the Bruisemall or something? The ball and the Bruisemall, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> She's a massive fan of – obviously Bob Beautiful, and um, she's a massive Ron Moss fan. <laughs> she's got a sticker of Ron Moss on her helmet. Anyway, oh, moving God. on. Uh, she actually went and met him, so there's a sticker of him and his signature on her derby helmet, so look wow. out for that on the weekend. Wow. Um, out we have quite a few, so Dread Pirate Roberts, uh, we've already spoken about. Yorkie, uh, Yorkshire Terror we've spoken about. Natural Born Killer can't make the game. Ruby Whipper is on two weeks of house arrest after having her tonsils out. I have done my back, so I am out, and um, KP has also hurt her knee, so she is out. Wow, so many people out. But apart from out. that, we're fit and healthy, <laughs> and the two, so go, go and bruise them. It'll be their very first game ever, which is very exciting. So mm, they've scrimmed, they've scrimmed, but they've never played, so it's very exciting for those two. What a debut to make as well. Oh, yeah. The bright yeah, no pressure. lights. Pressure girls. <laughs> so what's the... Um, Sort of the the spirit like at Northern Beaches at the moment, considering the the injury toll. Yeah, I think um, I think the game, especially because we've got two new players coming in. Um, you know, the experience of Dread and Ruby um, being out. Um, it's actually really good. Everyone, you know, we had a big chat on the weekend about it, and everyone's, you know, we're playing with nine. We're not used to playing so short, um, and everybody. Unanimously voted that absolutely this is the game they want to play it. We want to bring the two girls up and um, just really give it a crack. Uh, I think Blue Mountains and Northern Beaches play very, very different games of Derby. So we just want to try to control the game and play it our way. So, and I'm excited to see um, what the two new girls will do. It's really, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. It'll be good. I mean, it's frustrating as it will be sitting on the sideline because I hate nothing more, but um, really excited for those girls to come up and show what they've got. I, I'm really excited to see not just the, the debutants, but the whole team and the way they pull together, considering yeah. the names that are sitting out. Um, mm. You know, in Roller we don't like to use the term, like the words like superstars or whatever, but as far as veterans go and experience goes, and really some of the stronger players in the team are sitting on the sidelines. And it gives a chance for like I said, not just for the new girls, but for the whole team to sort of step up and, and take that mantle. Yeah, and I think, um, I think you know, Corporal Punishment wearing the C, she'll do a really great job of, of stepping up. And um, Miss Priss is coming back into the fold as well, and she's got that really calming presence about her. And Betty's quite experienced. And, uh, and then we've got, you know, Eddie comes in with so much um, energy. So there's, there's a bit of everything in there. And if everyone kind of just comes together and uses everybody's different personalities. I reckon it'll look, it'll look good, you know, keep the walls strong that they've been working on it. Yeah, I reckon it'll all come together and people will, you know, I think um, they'll surprise us, which is good. So a lot of micro uh, packs here, or not micro packs, but two small teams here. Um, mm-hmm. 
you'll be playing with nine. Yep. And Blue Mountain's playing with ten. Uh, they've got a couple of people on debut as well, at least in the 5x5. Five five. I don't know if they've played in, in any home games or anything else like that. Um, but Kitty Carnage and Dame of Destruction. Has Dame of Destruction played before? I don't recognise the names. I don't recognise that name either. There's a couple of new names. Yeah. So they, they've they sort of introduced a few new people throughout the season, um, but two people making their, their debut, at least as, as far as I know, um, in this game, which is, is really interesting. Um, they're, they're always used to playing with the, the shorter teams, but like you saw the impact in the last round, Shirty, penalties. When you're running with 10 people... Uh, penalties can be a killer, so it's going to be interesting to see how both of these teams, and I think um, whoever sort of stays out of the box the most might actually end up with the win here. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Rox, yeah, Roxy Tosin is still in the lineup. Um, Victoria Hitter, Blood Red Penny, they've got a lot of their, their real core veterans there. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how, I said I'm interested to see how the girls stand up, but without the likes of yourself... Um, who you've been playing phenomenally this season. You're um, mm. playing out of your skin. Yeah, um, and without the likes of Dread, without Yorkie, Flash is obviously still injured. She didn't play last round, but you yeah. know, some of the, the key players that have really carried the team, um, we get to see other people do that now. Yeah. So, predictions. I will be backing the <laughs> sirens all of the way. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to get it over and done with just and do say it. that I actually, I actually think that Blue, Mi- Blue Mountains might come away with a win from this one. It's all right. You can be wrong. It's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'll shut up. Hmm. <laughs> no, I will. Let me be the one to shut up, Shirley, because this is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, I hate being forced. Oh, and my the- new, my new thing is just like a band aid. Rip it yeah, off. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm done. Next. <laughs> Everyone else. Is um, I'm gonna tip. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tip the sirens for this one. Um, I uh, actually saw the um, uh, the Siren scrimmage OCD. I think it was last week or the week before, and I did get to see the um, the two new skaters um, scrim, and they're looking pretty solid. So mm. yeah, I'm going to tip the sirens. <sighs> Look, it's one of those ones that it depends on how they play on the day. <laughs> oh, wow. That was great call. So, uh, it's going to be, one team's going to win and one team's not going to win. I think it's going to come down to whoever scores the most points. <laughs> it really is. It so often does. Mm. Cause it's in the rules. Two points um, look, I, I don't know. I really think that the sirens can, um, can pull it off. I, you know, they're, this is just inside information. Like I know how positive they are about it, the weekend and and that sort of thing. And yeah, when they've got that fight in them, they they can sort of yeah come out on top. But um, it's going to be I, th- I know it's going to be close, and it's I'm probably going to have to bite my nails off again. But um, 
Oh, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go sirens. Okay. Who's jamming here, Shirley? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it will be shared. Um, but I mean, uh, Eddie's been doing a lot of jamming, uh, crush is a quite quite a strong jammer and uh, corporal punishment. So they'll be the main three, um, and then we'll probably rotate around a little bit just to keep everybody's um, fitness going. So, mm. but I know the main... started last year. Crush Crush Nova did jam quite a bit. Yeah, but after her injury, she came back and hasn't done too much of it. Yeah, so she did. Uh, she's been doing a lot more at scrimmage training, and yep. also um, she did quite a bit against CCIG. So. Uh, just getting her confidence back up to get into that role. Um, yeah, she's, she's a really good jammer, so we'll, we'll jam her a bit. I think Betty showed that she can pull out a cracking jam or two if she wants to as well. So um, I think everybody will have a bit of a crack, but the main three will be Eddie Crush and uh, Corporal Punishment. That's me guessing, by the way. Mm. But, yeah. Okay. This is a tough one because, I mean, there's so many things you can say for both teams, but I think in this one I'm going to pick Blue Mountains and the reason is Victoria Hitter. Uh, she's been on fire lately. Um, I think she works well with off the backs of, like, Roxytocin and, and Blood Red Penny. We yeah, saw in round number two that um, Vicious Delicious had a, a sort of coming out party and she can sort of do some damage if she's up to that level again. And I think... Just missing the veterans that Northern Beaches are in this round. And I also think, like, even though you never want to think this way, I think this is one that Northern Beaches can give away without, you know, ruining the, the season kind of thing. And like I said, you don't, you don't, you never want to lose, but it, it, it can be a, a good learning experience for the team without mm. sort of it being the end of the world. Whereas Blue Mounds are sitting in last position. Um, and if they want to get out of that spot, they're going to have to win this game, and they're probably going to be hungry. And I think I'm picking Blue Mountains, unfortunately. For you, Shirley. <laughs> unfortunately. Sorry. <laughs> well, you see, yeah. you're sitting yeah, right I there. Know. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't take any of it personally, so no, I rock myself to sleep, but apart from that, it's fine. <laughs> I still think you're a good person. <laughs> Thank you. But does she think you're a good person now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you pictures of my baby. <laughs> there you go. Oh God! Okay, I'm holding so the baby. Game number one. Uh, tips are in. So this one's going to be interesting. It'll separate a few of us, anyway. Yeah. Mm. I know we weren't so unanimous that yeah. one, were we? Uh, game number two is the Armageddon Division. Sydney Snipers taking on Wollongong Steel City Derby Dolls. Cool. So for the Snipers, we have Stockard Slamming. Stocks, Low Down Hoedown, Sneaky Stackhouse, Micro Machine, Icy Red, Chakram, Low, Bo- Low, Low Blow Oreo, Levi Strides, Goldie Horns, Bitchy and Scratchy, Carnage, Brett Pitt, Tonya Harder, and Feisty Cuffs. On the bench, we have some question marks, and in, we have Sneaky, and out, they've not got anyone out. There you go. Yeah, so if you um, did the count in your head there, that's 15 skaters. Yeah. So they will obviously have to pull one of them on the day. They didn't name anyone specifically as an alternate, which is... Uh, didn't realize I don't know you could if, do it that way. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. Very interesting uh, whether it's strategy or not, but um, 
they'll obviously have to pull someone out. They just didn't want to mark who it was early, I guess. But yeah. Sneaky come into the lineup, Eeny, meeny, making mo. 15. It's going to be interesting. Um, Wollongong, Illawarra Roller Derbies, Steel City Derby Dolls. They're lining up with AVO, Parole Denied, Ziggy Starbuster, Buck and Beck, MVP from round number three, uh, Kitty Killer, Shotgun Shelly, Eye Candy, Fox C, Italy, Kimotion, Vicious Ness, and Cat09 Tails. Uh, on the bench, they've got Janice Jobham and Lockie. Uh, from last round, and they c- welcome into the lineup Shotgun Shelly and Eye Candy. Uh, no one sitting out this round from the last one. So. And they've got 12, okay. Who's Shotgun Shelly? I don't think I. She's making her debut, first time. Ooh. So, the, one of their, their freshies, I guess, or whatever the case may be, but, um, <coughs> we're seeing, a, we're seeing that a lot this season, like with, you know, low numbers and injuries and things like that. People getting the chance and the opportunity to, to play some games anyway, and yeah. there's nothing like learning in a in a bout. You don't really know what you're doing until you actually get out there, I guess. That's true yeah. enough, yeah. Sink or swim. And That's they've sh- got eye candy back. Welcome your eye candy back. Yeah, veteran That's jammer exciting. obviously adds a little bit more firepower to their already pretty potent attack. Mm. Um, <laughs> but so do the snipers in Sneaky Stackhouse as well. Yeah. So. yeah. I think and they really missed her in the last, <laughs> last <laughs> the game. 15 players, yeah. <laughs> We should take bets as to who they think they'll, who we think they'll sit out. Oh, it'd be good to have that luxury, wouldn't it, Shirdy? What? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> We've got more on the bench than we have on the freaking team, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, we went to um, Quad Save the Queen with, was it 10? Whack? 10, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, it was 10. Which, wow. you know, people are used to playing with these days, but it was against fucking Perth and the Assassins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this game is probably going to be, um, again, two very contrasting styles, I think. The hard-hitting Smash Mouth Derby of um, Wollongong, the Steel City mm. Derby Dolls, which that style we've come to know and love, um, up against the, the more sort of um, machine-like and strat- strong walls and, and dynamic walls of of the snipers. And I think... It's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of fireworks out on the track. Yeah. Um, Eye Candy obviously coming into Steel City Derby Dolls Weird helps them a lot. I don't know how um, she'll sort of affect their lineup because you always have to consider she's been, a, 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 she's obviously been in Derby for a long time, but she's been out of the team for a long time also. Mm. And then there's finding that familiarity and, you know, where you're supposed to be at the right time. There's also a matter of, like, she's obviously, like, an old-school skater. She just skates and skates and skates. But is there a matter of rust that you have to shake off in that first game, which is going to be fascinating? Then they've also got someone like Shock Shelley making her debut and whether it ends up being a a deer-in-the-headlights sort of thing against... Um, you can't really pick anyone in, in the snipers that doesn't have experience at least and, mm. you know, have been there and no one's going to be sort of shell-shocked at all. So very interesting game and a lot of different dynamics at play. What are people thinking about this one, at least from what they're hoping to see out of it as far as gameplay goes? Oh, well, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a very fiery game. I think both teams are going to be – I think Sydney are just – they, I think because they got so close last time and didn't get it, they're going to be coming out all guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're, like I said about Blue Mountains, they've got sort of pride on the line. And this is their last game, by the way, of the regular season because they've got the bye in round five. Yeah. So it's either they win this or they're sort of 
donut for the season, really. Who would have ever predicted that shit? Yeah, I know, right? What? No. What? But with that fire in their belly, they're going to come out all guns blazing, I think. Hmm. I actually, I'm actually calling snipers on this one. Yeah, I think they'll take it out too. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm on board with you, ladies. I think. Hmm. Going snipers way whack. Yeah, I think I will. I think so too. Um, I'm picking snipers, so that's one we agree on. I think. Um, I think weird can rattle them. I think they have the the opportunity here to win, but they kind of need to be playing at their best, and almost for for them have a, a I guess nearly a perfect game um, to, to take someone down like the snipers. They proved that they can do it in round one against all odds, against everyone's you know better judgment. They they won, and I'm sure they're going to use that again and, and sort of yeah. come into it thinking no one's picking us for this one, and we're going to win it again. So they could have a, a puncher's chance. Um, and if they get a lead, maybe they can hold it. Who knows? Um, what the hell's a puncher's chance? Is this another one of your weird sports terms that we don't know? It is. You know, you've never heard that one before? No. No. Okay, children, gather around. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Kahuna's going to tell us a story about it's dead a, It's a boxing reference, right? When, when people... Well, that makes they, sense. Yeah, when you say you have a puncher's chance. So there might be someone that is maybe not as good as the opposition. They're just, they're not as technical, they're not as fast and I think, but they might have a, a, a good punt, like one knockout punch is all you need in boxing. Oh, so yeah. they can get lucky and have a puncher's chance. Just that one punch can actually win them the entire game, even though they're completely outclassed and outmatched. You know, you know that it's actually not legal to punch people in Derby, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't recommend any of them actually <laughs> punching someone. Yeah. That's probably good. <laughs> Um, but, you know, who knows? Uh, Eye Candy's got points in bunches, uh, potentially, in her. So she's she's done heaps of, you know, along with Kitty Killer, Ziggy Starbust has been, you know, jamming up a storm. And then they've always, they've always got that formidable lineup, uh, the, the packs that they put out, mm. the viciousness, just even by herself. Again, we say it every <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so who knows? It's, it's going to be a good game either way, I think, but... I, I'm. I feel comfortable in picking snipers. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, game number three, Battlegrounds Division. The hard Kamikazes taking on Inner West Roller Derby League Skate Crashers. Yes, going to be a good one. So we're playing a little bit short this round. We've got Lightning, Cold Ethel, Chemical Fog, Lucullu <laughs> Rex, Butter Scream, Down Under Thunder, myself, Matron of Pain, Punky Brawl Star, Wearing the Sea. Surely Tremble, Minor Bingle and Betty Stopper. On the bench, we have Toad Rage and Foxy Fighter. Um, we've got Chemical Fog coming in for her first game this season. Um, first five-by-five five game, that is, this season. Um, and we've got Sam and Vi out. About time, poster girl. You can play a game. You're on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam Hain and Vi roll are sitting out. Yeah, we've got Sam and Vi out. Okay, they'll be playing in a west... Yep, and so for Inner West, they have Roxy Von Tees, Ginger Roger, Peril Streep, Boxy Lady, Captain Kid Cat, <laughs> Chevy Chase, Copperphilia, Boss Whedon, Hellcat, Crushy Amphlet, Lioness, Ruby Soho, and Toff. And on the bench, they've got Rampage and Rex. Uh, in is 
uh, in R, uh, Crushy Amphlet and Rex, and out Vanity Bonfire, Magicka, and Bitchy on the bench. Okay, so a few changes for both sides there. Hard, uh, you got Foggy coming in. Yes. Making her, and you got the buy in round five, don't you? Yeah, we do. This is our last game. Oh. Last game as well. So Foggy gets to get in that last game. Yeah. Before the, before the playoffs, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sam Hain and Viola Roller sitting out. Yes. Is yeah. that injury? Sam's is Sam's a little bit Sam's a little bit injured, and um, Vi is at a wedding. <laughs> People need to stop going to weddings. Mm-hmm. That would be great. I got invited to a wedding on the 29th of August. And do you know what I said? I'm sorry, I've got roller derby. I can't. I have roller derby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. No one invites me to their weddings. <laughs> I don't know anyone getting married. And I personally, I think I would be like the fucking life of a wedding because I dance really good when I'm drunk. <laughs> Get into that beer, wine and um, soft cer- drink. Yep. At the ceremony. There you go. That's the ceremony. <laughs> You're the reason that they don't ask, does anyone object? <laughs> I do! Because <laughs> of reasons. So what does that... Um... Except, except now that I've seen the dinosaur video, when they say, <laughs> does anyone object? I'd be like, yes. yes. <laughs> and if they ignore me, yeah. Hey. 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 <laughs> Sorry to all the listeners for um, us stroking out for just a moment there. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Hmm. Uh, at least it's not porn this time. Hey? At least it's hey. not porn this time. Do not give any ideas. Just come on. <laughs> we should have that every episode, just a new term that Apple educates whack on. Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> don't start that again. Poor Wax still scarred from the last the one. Rusty trombone. I'm still feeling from the last one. <laughs> oh, oh, Wack. Just call it Lessons for Wack. <laughs> Lessons from Arnie Apple. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> this is how you do it. So, Kamikazes. Jesus. You're welcoming uh, Foggy, Chemical Fog, comes into the lineup. Uh, Sam Hain and Vile Roll out. How yeah. does that sort of play with your lineups and that sort of thing is it sort of one for one chemical fog kind of makes up for it or um yeah a little bit um sam was out last round as well so um although she was on our she was on our roster for the last time and then Ah, she couldn't play um so yeah we've kind of swapped one for one with foggy and vi um obviously you know vi is one of our freshest skaters um, she was really making her her bouting debut this year. Um, Foggy obviously has a few more games under her belt. She's one of our. She's been around for a while now. She's played a lot of games with us. She just hasn't played. Um, this she just year hasn't before. played this year. Mm. So um, yeah, it's kind of like for like, really. Now on the other side, um, Crushy Amphlet coming in. I don't know Crushy. Mm-hmm. What's Crushy uh, like? She's um she's a strong blocker. Um, she she's not a she's been with the league for about a year, or, or maybe a year and a half. Uh, she came in with the um, like 
Hellcat, uh, Ly- uh, Lioness, Brad Pitt, that, that intake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's a, she's a strong player. Um, she's been, she's played a few bouts. She has a few bouts under her belt. Um, so I think this is her first 5x5. Five five. Yeah, her, this so. is her five by five debut. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, she's she's played with the girls heaps of times. So and okay. Magica and Vanity Bonfire out. Obviously, the biggest name there, Vanity Bonfire, a huge loss yeah. uh, for for a team like Inner West. Um, loss. She, loss. She gone. Well, for this on round this at roster. least. Ah. Oh. <laughs> she's on the out. It does look like it. Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. you're talking like she died. What? <laughs> she's okay though, right? No, she's not dead. She's, she's okay. not dead. Yeah, well, okay, that's good. she's not injured. Rest in peace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that, the, I think that's the um, first, first one she's missed. Yeah. First mm. by five by five she's missed. Uh, in, she's, there in are, there are some um, there are some really good jammers in their line. I like Copperphilia. Like they've got some really consistent yeah. jammers in that rotation that are going to be able to, you yeah, know, Chef can jam as well. Tough. Yeah. yeah, she can. Yeah. And we saw in round two anyway. Um, Peril Streep, she she can jam pretty good too. She's really the strong. Brazilian. We, we scrimmaged. Um, we scrimmaged against Inner West. Um, before our last game and. So Peril Streep is not just, you know, does a pretty decent job of jamming. She's strong. So when she hits you, like, she's got a lot of pushing force in her. Um, and she's, like, she's not a big girl by any means, but she's strong. That's that World Cup coming into play there. World Cup experience. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. I'm so happy she's playing. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> That's funny. <laughs> Apple being diplomatic as always. How has um, Hard been preparing for this game then? We've obviously got that scrimmage. Yeah, you know, we've been doing stuff. Breaking uh, noses. Breaking, yeah, breaking we faces. Haven't, oh, to... Come on now. We haven't been breaking noses, plural. It's only mine that got broken. Yeah, you broke your noses. <laughs> um, I broke and I've only got the one. Yeah, no. Um. We've had a couple of guest trainers out. We've been working on um, all the guest trainers. We've been working on some guest trainers. Who yeah, they? Oh, people. Can't tell her. People, people, and hey, stuff. Mysterio. Hey. I said okay, Mysterio. <laughs> Mysterio Shut McGee. Up. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we've had a couple. Of, we've, we've had a few guest trainers out to us, and um, we've had a couple you can of. Tell them who? No. Really? Well, I probably would have, except now everyone's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and we've had um, we've had a couple of good scrimmages. Sunday night was great against um, against WSR. WSR. Mm. So we had um, two scrimmages. We had the Kamikaze lineup uh, against the Battlelords lineup for the first one, and then we had um, like the newer skaters came into the lineup on both sides so that some of the newbies could get a little bit of experience too. So that was great. Sharing the love. Sharing all the love. Did you um, also have your game with WSR since round three? No, we had that before round three. Oh, we had okay. that the week before round three. Right, okay. Yeah, so but, – but, yeah, we've been – 
there's some new things that we've been working on. We've been working on a few jammer skills to try and because you know we're running a bit short on dedicated jammers this year. Um, so just trying to give all our backup jammers, you know, a few more tools under their belts to be able to pull out. So yeah, we've been doing stuff. I feel like I've watched one of your training sessions now, Lola. Yeah. I paint paint a really good picture, don't I? (laughs) All I can see is workmen pulling things out of their belts. (laughs) Look, if Kahuna's allowed sports analogies, I'm allowed tool analogies. Oh, God. They've been doing stuff. They've been doing stuff and things for reasons. The question Mm -hmm. I really want to ask is, like, because I know Inner West are pretty confident at the moment. How like are you guys confident for this game? Because I honestly think oh, coming good question. Like coming into mm. this game, I think you guys, the two teams, have had such a good battle, and um, it really does depend on the day. And I know, and whether or not you know, there's a difference between being cocky and uh, confident. And I think in a West are confident. I don't think they're being cocky, but they're being confident. And I just want to yeah. know, like, how are you guys feeling? Like, are you guys coming into this? super confident because like you've beaten them before so we have beaten them before but then they've also also beaten (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. they've also beaten us before but we've beaten them after they've beaten us (laughs) it's been a pretty pretty even um it's been a pretty even rivalry and um you know they're not the same team that we we beat and that they beat us either they're not the same no, team like they've had new players in yeah yeah exactly um and you know being them being coached and benched now by Rampage obviously is um, a massive boost for them. I know they're going to want it just because of those last few games we played against them last year with the rivalry. Um, so we're definitely not going into it cocky or overconfident. That would just be stupid to do that. But we're feeling good. We feel like we've done, um, you know, the best that we can to prep our team. We all know what we're up against. Nobody's going into this thinking that it's going to be a walkover and, well, we've beaten them the last couple of times, so we've got this in the bag. We know it's going to be hard fought. We know it's going to be close, and we're all feeling really good about that. Cool. You played them three times last year? Played them three times last year. Lost against them in the first the first game. Yeah, and beat them twice. Um, beat them... Second. Beat them you beat to take... them third, fourth, and then you beat them at Eastern Region. Yeah, yeah, by one point in the last second of the game. <sighs> yeah. Oh, God, that was one. a good game. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that too. Yeah, that I, was the I most. That. <laughs> that, that game, the last ten seconds of that game, was the most captainy I ever felt. <laughs> That's a word. That was that was that was a tough decision with ten seconds on the clock and being, you know, that couple of points down and calling. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how the refs even heard me. I'm sure I was just Just high enough pitched for dogs to hear me. (laughs) But, um, yeah, calling that timeout and then scoring that four points in the dying seconds of the game to put us one point ahead and then having, um, you know, Captain Captain Kid Cat call an official (sighs) review on that last point. My God, that was. Didn't you also (laughs) beat us in, like, the last yep. Two points. Well. We beat you guys by two points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
And at the mm. time, at the time, we were kind of like, well, actually, Toad said to us, look, you know, two points, that's as close as we ever want to get. If you can just not do that again, that would be great. Mm. And then, no, in a way, one better. in the last game, <laughs> so yeah, this one okay, is, um, by one point has all the makings of a really spectacular game between these two teams. One thing that's really interesting, Rampage, they did name Rampage as their bench coach, um, but you notice that Sydney did not name Rampage. They yes. put question marks. Mm. And I find this really interesting because on Saturday night, 5x5s in Sydney, also in Melbourne, the Assassins are playing VRDL. Oh, I did not know that. Ooh. So, so I think that's why Sydney hasn't named them, and I'm wondering if Inner West are aware of that. <laughs> mm. So I don't know if Rampage is going to be in two places at once, but I'm assuming he wasn't on the snipers lineup because he's going with the the asses down to to Mel. Mm. Well, you assume so, right? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, he definitely, I mean, they came out, they came out and scrimmaged us between, before round three, round three, round two, round three. Um, cause it was after I hurt myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and Rampage is definitely, he's a very active bench manager. He <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> gets very involved. His, his he direction does. is very, um, like he really, He's he's a really integral part of team and strategy for them on the bench. Um, so having him on board is definitely, you know, it really ups their game. And his costume changes are also um, <laughs> very pivotal to the results. It takes oh, a brave man to wear black milk out are. in public. Yeah. <laughs> Very brave man. So yeah, we're we're confident, but I we're not cocky. By this is, I think this is going to be a really hard fought game, and just you know for absolutely no other reason other than we have that history. Hmm. But I think that I I think that we're going to be perceived as the underdog, and I think that we might be, you know. You're trying to think of a sports term. Yeah, I am. I'm trying to think of something. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Bunch I think that they we might be a little bit um, discounted and be a little bit of like a surprise. You know. Really, you feel like you're the underdogs. I think that in a way, yeah, think, think they've we, got this. I don't know that they think that they've. No, got they're it. very confident. They are. They are what are you basing that off of? Uh, just you know the inner circles of. You know, things that I know. But I'm just saying, no, they are very confident and I know they're gunning for the, the grand final. Like, I know this. And so but. this is going to be a fucking hard game for me to watch because I've never watched the Kamikazes play without me being on the bench. Involved somehow. On the bench, yeah. yep. Yeah. So... I'm not looking forward to watching this from just purely from the sidelines. I'm just I'm just going to put this out there. Mm-hmm. You come see um, me if you want Apple. Pardon? Oh, thank you. Behind the mic. All right. Look, you I did just, such a good job at TriWizard. You know what? You'll have to you'll have to put an R rated next to it because you'll hear the the language that will come out of her mouth through watching. No, you can hear her me. from our game against CCRG sitting like three meters away from you guys. If you listen to it, you can yeah. still hear her coming through. When, the- when Yorkie was broken, you could hear me yelling out. Um, you know, call it off, pass the star then, get back on the track to pass the star. And, yeah, it was all on the 
um, <laughs> so you've only watched the first five minutes all the way through. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I like hearing when both teams are confident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if hard, based on your previous encounters, the most recent encounters, that is, like the last two games, as I said, based on the fact that um, you won against Blue Mountains in a pretty tough game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they beat Blue Mountains in round two, so, you know, who yeah, knows but- it, right? But I don't think you have, I don't think you're overwhelmingly the underdogs. No, I just think, you know, perception, like, you know, they're, they're looking really fit and they're working really well and they've been training really hard, you know, appearance-wise, you know, how it looks to an outsider, they would look like the the team with dominance. But when you look at stats and scores, we had a closer point differential against CCRG. CCRG. And what was the point differential for... Them and Blue Mountains, I can't even remember now. They put on more than you did, though. I think yeah, they're about yeah. 50 points. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's kind of funny. Like, you know, against the stronger, and I'm using air quotes, and I appreciate that you can't see this, stronger team in, you know, CCIG, like we got closer to them. So if we come out and um, look at me saying we, it's like, okay, for you guys, I'm not even fucking playing. But, um, you know, the same sort of game that was played against CCRG will win us this game. Yeah. Interesting. Let's let's do it then. Who's picking what? Go uh, hard. I'm picking hard. Go hard. Or go home. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a catchphrase. I know, right? It's, it's, like it's, it's like we cheer that and stuff. No, but we say skate hard or skate home. Ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just pulled you plug out, sorry. She pulled you out. What sort of plug? Like oh, we're sharing earplugs. E- 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 Not the kind yeah, sure. the size of a thermos. Let me just tell you that right now. I'll definitely have to edit that out. Yep. Um, oh, Shirley, how are you leaning in this one? Okay, so I, I've chatted to people about this one because I think this is oh. going to be – I think this game is going to be the game of the day. I really do. I think this one's going to be a cracker. Um, oh, geez, no pressure, Shirley. Thanks. Yeah, I would like, I would like <laughs> to – I'm going to be sitting down watching this one and uh, enjoying myself, probably screaming. Um, I think it'll be one in the first half, to be honest, as well. I think whoever gets the lead in the first half is probably going to win it. Yeah. Um, and I think – and that's why I asked if you were confident or not because if you guys come in confident and you do play like you did against CCRG and you hold your walls, um, I think – Hard will come away with the win, but uh, yeah, as I said, like if, if if you don't hold your walls, I think you know West will take it. So because What's you're saying, then fuck. Uh, well, as I said, like you guys said, you're confident and everything. I'm going to go with hard, but it's going to hey. be freaking close. It is going to be close. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll really get to be an F- wire game. again. Yeah. Hang on a sec. No, it won't be much longer, honey. We're up to the third, third out of the fourth game. You can go. Oh, you want me to hold her? Oh, what a baby! What a baby! Put her on the podcast, Pinch her and make Hey, honey. This is your first podcast. <laughs> hey, Nova. Hey, Shug. There you are. Yeah, I'm holding my baby now. All right. Um, Whack Russell Terrier. How are you leaning in this one? Um, I'm going to go with the skate crashes on this one. Um... Mm. 
they have a strong lineup. Uh, they have the luxury of thirteen players. They've been yeah. playing short um, during this uh, earlier in the season, and they have almost a full roster. Um, they've been. I have no doubt they've been working hard. So I'm gonna tip them. If they're confident, then you know I believe in them. <laughs> I um, to me this is a coin flip. I think it could go either way pretty easily. Mm. Um, and so I'm not really picking based on anything, you know, strategy, logic, whatever. I just have a feeling that hard's gonna win. <laughs> I like Ooh, your feeling. feeling. Yeah, it's just uh, I'm just you picking feel it on, in your waters. Just pi- picking on instinct. Um, that he's holding the baby, and he's just and he's like all the all the feels are coming. <laughs> that wall, the wall of ass has to be strong. Um, and I think when you are playing at your strongest, they don't have the the offense or the jammers that can actually get through. Um, they do have very strong jammers. I just don't think they're the destructive type. Um, when your walls are at their strongest. Um, yeah. So you do have to have that in play. And also, Lightning is a, is a big, strong jammer. She can bust walls. She's, yeah, she can. And she's um, she's really consistent. She's she's such an asset to our team. Mm. Um, you know, and she's still – so she's moved slightly closer. She's living on the Central Coast now. But she still commutes up and down twice a week to come to training from – wherever she's living on the central coast, like she's, mm. so she's not just a, a good player. She's dedicated. Um, she's dedicated. She wants it. She loves it. She's a really great asset for our team. And she's a high point scorer. Like definitely. I think. Um, yeah. And I think against a team like in a West, she could run through them. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Depending like, you know, they might be able she's to shut strong. it down. Knows, she's but- so hard to move off that line. Yeah. Holy she is. She was um, the scrimmages that we had on Sunday night with WSR. Um, she was, you know, like it was. It was obviously a lot more relaxed. So we were running. Um, we were putting some of the fresher girls through jamming as well, so that they got a bit of experience, which meant that it freed her up to have a block. Because um, she loves doing that as well, and yeah. so she was backing up jamming and blocking and just having a great time and yeah so she's definitely got that um not just the strength to bust through walls but because she knows how to block as well she knows how to counter blockers yeah yeah <coughs> i think she has the the opportunity to maybe expose um weaknesses and holes and and she's the type that can sort of make you pay for your mistakes um, yeah. Agreed. yeah and i think she might be able to do that yeah It'll be it'll be interesting, mm. interesting. But it's they're gonna... definitely they're a strong team this year. Yeah, yeah. They they, they are getting stronger and stronger. Um, but they yeah. obviously have a lot of um, backups and firepower, and they're not lacking for for jammers necessarily. But I do think they'll feel um, that they will have there will be an impact of vanity bonfire. Yeah. Not being there to rely on. And mm. they're going to have to adapt to that and, and new people sort of – like Cop's been playing awesome lately, but it means that someone else will have yeah. to be in that sort of one-two combo or, you know, three jammer rotation, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but that's a lot of points to fill and that's a mm. lot of jams that are no longer being hers where someone who may have blocked in the last game has to, you know, be jamming in this one. Um, we're, we're talking, you know, All-Star 5 last year. You know, so 
it, it's a it's a big a big gap to make up. So it's going to be interesting to see how they adapt as well. My um my boss came to our game, my boss and some of my work colleagues, and um he now thinks it's about the greatest thing he's ever seen and he's incredibly excited to come again. And I'm like, what have I created? I can't believe you're he's coming on Saturday. He's yeah. coming again on Saturday and he's so loud. All you could hear was him screaming. Like I'm doing stuff on the track and I'm like, all I can hear, all I can hear is my boss screaming at me. That's like, not a bad thing. <laughs> no, but it's sort of, oh, but yeah. Vanilla he's, ice um, hat. With his vanilla ice hat, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, I call him vanilla ice. All right. Um, but yeah, he's keen as pie. So I've got, my work colleagues coming again on Saturday and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm cool with these guys. That's interesting as well. Who, uh, do, do you guys think, and I don't know because I'm always on the sideline, I've never played, how much does the crowd influence play? Once I step onto that track, I could not tell you what goes on around me. Um, with the exception of Matt in the last game, all I could hear was him screaming. I'm not conscious of anyone in the crowd or anything that's being said. But how did that affect you? Well, I, see, I don't know because I um... – Because not to – unfortunately, not to be an asshole, but Hard is not known for their crowds. Yeah, the we last... don't have a massive crowd of supporters. Um, but it um, – like most games, most games someone I know comes to watch – um, they're just not always as vocal as what he was. Yeah. But um, but even that, see, I felt like I had a really good game last time, last round. Like I felt like I played well last round. Um, so, yeah, I oh, God damn it. Stop touching your face. I didn't mean to. I bumped my glasses. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't – once I'm out on the track, I'm focused. Yeah. I love a crowd, negative or positive. So if they're um, positive, like it G's you up a bit. If they're yelling things at me, I know that I've done something to make them feel You've as though they've job. got to, yeah. which I giggle and I think it's awesome. I love it. It just goes <laughs> I Yeah, I probably that's where my bitch comes out. But yeah, it's like awesome. a freaking gamer, aren't you? you look- <laughs> I don't <laughs> say anything. I'm like, <laughs> if, they've got to, if they've got to try to smack talk me, it means I'm getting on their nerves, which is Awesome. What about from the positive side? Like last year at um, Inner West, yep. like that was basically by them putting it in North Ride, it basically became a Northern Beaches home game. Yeah. 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 And um, that no, crowd was awesome for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it does. And that G's you up as well. So it actually kind of takes you out. Like, because I get, um, and this is me personally, I kind of get very intense in a game. So when you hear someone cheering, it kind of, let you relax a little bit and go, oh, this is fun and have more fun with it. And yeah. We're very lucky to have Googs. Oh my God. He's <laughs> a one man crowd, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he yeah. was great at Quads Over the Queen. Yeah, our guys go pretty good, like in support. I love a loud crowd, but keep it positive. So, game number four is the Armageddon Division. It is our host, Southside Derby Dolls, the force, taking on Varsity Derby League's Dishonor Roller in a bit of a, a rival match as well here. Yeah. Uh, lining up for Southside for the force. We have Bacardi Bruiser, 
Dom, Underbelly Morelli, Danny Hell, Winnie Bruce, Lethal, Sparky, Mini, Clusterfrack, Fairy Bled, Haterade, Impure Blonde, Apocalypse, and Tequila Shot. And on the bench, we have KP and Shez Dispenser. In uh, Winnie Bruce, Tequila Shot, and Shez, and out Killer B and Lenny. Shez and Lenny are obviously swapping places on the bench there. Um, lining up against them is Varsity Dishonor Rollers. Um, they take to the track with... I'll just get my freaking thing up here. Uh, Laser Station, Block to Pussy, Joe Dirt, Dizer Slam, Mame Event, Cherry Bomb, Red Hot Jilly Pepper, Ginger Ale, Sylvia Psychoplath, uh, The Cleaver... <laughs> Awesome. Terra Smackdal, Repercussions, and Maleficent Mara. As always, they're benched by the Sheriff and Dr. Marks. Um, so into the lineup is Sylvia Psychoplath, and they're not losing anyone this round. So they're just getting reinforcements in Sylvia Psychoplath, which I think is her, it's obviously her debut in 5x5. Five five. I don't know mm. what her bout history is like, but it's definitely the first time we've seen that name. Yeah. <laughs> Good name, too. It is. I like it. So I mentioned that these two teams have a a bit of a rivalry, um, and they've put on some great games in the past. Uh, The first time they ever played each other um, is going back to 2013 now, but Southside won by seven points in the final jam. Um, Varsity beat us uh, on our home turf round five last year, and then Southside got them back in the grand final. Um, so they've they've really put some great games on, and only two weeks ago at Quad Save the Queen in Canberra, these two teams played a freaking war. It was a battle, like, and Southside, um, this was the game where we were down, I think, a lot of skaters, wasn't it? Yeah. Who are you asking? Whack. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, what yeah. was that? Sorry. Was it, when we played Varsity, is that when we got down to six? Yep. Yeah. Holy uh, it was shit. Oh, six or seven. It was, uh, yeah, just foul outs. Yeah, I think it was ended up being six. Um, and it was the la- it was a come from behind win by Southside in the last three or four minutes. Wow. Um, and it ended up being 20 points in the end or 20, 21 points or something like that. So it was a close game. Um, and there's a lot of potential in these two teams to put on a hell of a game. Um, they always sort of rise to the occasion for each other. Um, and I don't think, or at least they shouldn't be, neither team is taking it lightly. No. Um, no. I know I've seen on our side of it, whack that they're all pretty, the team's pretty hyped up. They want to come out and, and win this one really well and convincingly, considering how close the last game was. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. They, um, um, Vasi just, they, they came out really strong at um, Quad Save the Queen and they were always that little bit ahead. They were about 10, 15 points ahead of us all the time. And then by the time it got to halftime, they were about 30 points. And, yeah, they just uh, – the force just kept – just just they just pulled it out and they, I had no nails by the end of it. But, uh, yeah, especially when they got down to s- six players – it was that mm. they were they were really hurting, but yeah, they they pulled it out and they did amazingly. And now with on a full roster for Saturday, there's um yeah, no doubt that they're going to do very very well. Yeah, they are keen, but these two teams put on awesome games. Um, 
we get to welcome back Winnie Brews for the first time this year, which is uh, no small thing. Um, Tequila Shot coming back into the lineup for Five by Five as well. She got to play at Quad the Quad Save the Queen, but she didn't play in round number two. Um, so some reinforcements coming for Southside, and they actually get a little bit of reprieve with with fourteen skaters. Varsity, they. They never really have much change. They they've got the same core lineup that is just killer all around, um, and mm. they're they're playing out of their skin this season. Um, I didn't mention it for the snipers earlier, but obviously when we talk about preparation and things you do outside of five by five to get ready, um, these two teams and the snipers both pl- all played in um, quad save the queen tournament, which is mm. a hell of a way to prepare for something like this game. They played each other two weeks ago. They're going to play each other again now. Um, and if all things go according to plan for both these teams, they'll be playing each other in August as well. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I know that Southside, um, we said it at the start of the year and you know, when we we won it last year, they were keen to get that, that three-peat. They they really believe that the 5x5 Cup is theirs and they want to bring it home again. They they say that it's, it's we want to have it at Menai when people come and train. They can see that it's there. Um, but now that we're sort of still in that position and it is sort of attainable, I think that's going to kick them along even more. So um, I'd hate to... I'd hate to think, and I'd probably be scared to think about what inspirational talks goes on in Varsity because they would definitely have the motivation to take out Southside for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a really interesting game. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> any any other talk about that one? I'm yeah, just so it's... excited. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's going to be a derby. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's um, it's going to be incredibly close and exciting. But I think the force will take it out. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm calling the force on this one. You guys aren't one are going to lo- you know lose in front of your new home crowd either so that's um uh, well, we lost to them last year in our <laughs> that's home what I mean. that was the one loss for five or five and and the girls are pissed yeah I <laughs> they feel bad to do it in front of their home team so yeah uh, in front of their home crowd so yeah look for um some excitement there anyway that's it and you've got you know um winnie back which um is awesome she's yeah brings a lot of experience um yeah she's she's all right yeah, she does okay. She goes all right. She's pretty good. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's a a lot of strength there, but um, hmm, they're not going to give it up easily. I know that for sure. The thing is, we've never seen um, these. They've played with quite say the queen now. I think they've played five times. What was the score at Quad Save the Queen? It was only 20 points in the end. Yeah, no, no, but, but what was the score? Oh, uh, two, like 217 to 194 or something. Okay, so it was fairly high scoring. Ish, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I just um, need to know for my tips. That's all. Thanks. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> right. So they've played five times in a relatively short amount of time, and not one of the games, I think, has been more than 50 points, 40 points even. Yeah. You know, that's how close these two teams are. Like, it was seven and then about 
40, 40, yeah, well, the, each, each way. Yeah, the one at your home game ended up blowing out. Like it was so close at half time. I think it was two points in it or something ridiculous. I was actually sitting in the monks, like speaking of crowds, I was spitting, sitting in the monks of your um, supporters and I just played and so I already had a slight headache. I ended up with a raging headache from the noise that was coming from your crowd. It was, it was really amazing. I kind of, I think I was sitting next to Sparky and I'm like, holy fuck. The, the crowd, you know, your crowd gives me goosebumps. Like it's, it was really good to see that support. And I think, you know, with, um, all that behind you this Saturday, it's, it's definitely going to, to lift everything up for sure. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that blew out at the end. That was like it ended up being a forty point difference. I'm pretty sure forty points. Yeah, it was just, yeah, I think roughly it was like forty three, forty four, something mm, like that. But mm. that's basically the extent of it. Neither team has ever really been able to like put them away. You know what I mean by yeah, have an easy <coughs> win. Yeah, yeah, a, a, or a, even a, a dominant win. Like even when it's been forty points, it's not nothing, but it's also not super comfortable either. Yeah, it hasn't been dominant. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it's going to be an interesting game. What are some who who else? Are, what are other people's picks? Yeah, S two D two. I'm backing them. Okay. Oh wow, we were unanimous for this one. I think we are unanimous. On picks well, unless, side. sorry, hang on, we sorry, whack. Got same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Southside. Definitely. Are you sure. Or, all right. Uh, I'm pretty friend? sure. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I'm pretty sure. All right. <laughs> So, yeah, look at us being unanimous. Yeah, I think the team is is sort of getting to a point. They went through, like, they looked really good in round one and two, but I think they were really tested in Quad Save the Queen. Um, and I know that a lot of people have lost, a lot of teams have lost players this season, like, overall, like, we, mm. we talked about Newcastle and, and um, the Snipers and stuff. But this team, from what they were last year, I know we've got Winnie back, but um, when you talk about some of the players that the Force have lost, and we don't usually talk about them in that way because they kind of still played pretty good, but Por Favor, Anklebiter, mm. uh, Apollonia Thunderpussy, mm. London Brawling, um, Agridite and Flashdancer, um, and then Winnie Bruce for the mo- first first six months of the season as well has, has not been playing. Um, for them to sort of come back the way they have. I'm, I've been really impressed with them. Yeah. And their thing, I think, is um, a little bit of confidence, but also they know they beat them at Quad Save the Queen with a depleted pack. What I don't want to see is cockiness, like what Shodi was saying. There's a difference between confidence and cockiness. Yeah, definitely. And that could really play into it. If they're like, well, we beat them when we had you know, six yeah. on the track. Um, now that we've got a full lineup, it's going to be easy. It's not. And... If either of these teams like relax a little bit, I yeah. think that'll be their downfall. But I am yeah. in Southside because I've seen the way they're talking at the moment, and they are keen as mustard. Excellent. So four games, mm. picks are in. It's going to be a firecracker out at uh, Liverpool Whitlam Centre. Where's the like, after party? The after party is at the Colli, the Collingwood oh, wow. Hotel, um, an iconic. <laughs> pub in the area on Hume Highway. Um, you may or may not get mugged outside, but that's all right. Awesome. Well, as long as you stay inside and buy drinks and not outside. Yeah, walk in groups, that's fine. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and just as a, a, a tip for all you people out there, the Whitlam Centre has two parking lots, one at the front side and then one at the back side. If you like your car not scratched, um, park at the one at the front. Noted. Okay. So, <laughs> Noted. Uh, we, we're going to the ghetto. Wow. It's the hood. We're going to Liverpool, southwest, baby. In the ghetto. Northern beaches won't know what hit them. <laughs> Get your passports ready. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be good though. The venue is is great. We're excited by it. It's gonna be the where our our grand final is this year as well. Um, so you get a sneak peek as to what the grand final will look like a little bit. I've um, heard there's change rooms. There is actual change rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real change rooms. Um, We've so got real change rooms too, but they're tiny and they smell like armpit. <laughs> and balls. <laughs> I don't know what these ones smell like, but I think there's enough room in them. Okay. Awesome. I miss least... getting, I'll miss getting changed behind a petition at Hurstville, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know was, that I, I, I grew up playing, um, like, high school basketball and stuff out of Whitlam Centre. Um, mm. So there's definitely, like, full range of, like, showers and benches in the locker rooms, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it is in the movies, so, yeah. Oh, man, I love a good shower after a bout, and I'm not going to be able to use them. You can do it anyway. <laughs> well, you, could, you could have one anyway. It would only be mildly creepy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the thing, it. though. It's like showers with no door thing, you know, like yeah. proper high, American high school homoerotic showers. <laughs> Snapping towels at each other and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Like an orange. So, hey, if you're up for that kind of thing, <laughs> well, in Windsor, like in wind, Like last game I was showering and there's no doors or anything. And um, so I tried to make one out of a towel, but because I'm so short, the towel only came to waist height. So the parts you really want to hide were on show and <laughs> hard to play. And, like some of the girls were walking up there, oh, my God, oh, my God. It was just uh, – <laughs> We can't tell whose stomach that is, but we can see everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Poor people. So Whitland Centre this Saturday um, out at Liverpool. It's going to be a great one. Tickets still available from 5x5x5r4.eventbrite.com.au or just go to 5x5derby.com. Make sure you get your tips in, folks. Don't forget yeah. that. You're not yeah, stuck yeah. if you do. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. um, of course, all the action. It's best to be there live. There's nothing like a live derby event. Just ask Lola's boss. Um, but if you can't make it down... <laughs> Don't um, ask Lola's boss. <laughs> Down Jeez. under Derby TV will be streaming it live, where you can hear some of more, some more of my dulcet tones. If you, this podcast is not enough hearing my voice talking shit, you can uh, watch it all live on the day as well and in the archives. But Down under Derby TV will be happening. Confessions of a Derby Girl happening. Yeah, I just need one more um, contestant. So whack hit me up, yo. There you go. Yeah, do it, whack. Do it, whack. She just needs okay, the no cool. one. She needs what now? She just needs the no. Never have I ever. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. And I need some more questions. So if you guys can think of anything, inbox me. Spit roast. (laughs) Never have I ever had a spit roast. (laughs) I love barbecue. Oh my gosh. Someone says yes to that. (gasps) I'm so going to ask that. We're shutting it down. Just because. <laughs> Wax doing it, yeah. We're not even putting a game. Going to concentrate on that and ask. <laughs> oh jeez! Stop the derby. Someone said yes that they've done a spit roast. Let's go further. Oh my! God. Oh, I love um, when there's a spit roast and there's like salads and potato bake too. Yeah. Not Speaking that of, kind spit of spit roast, roast, snack life will be happening. 
Mm, what are you? What are you reviewing? I don't know. Um, we've we've still got a bag of goodies. If that's the phrase you want to use for that, people have donated. But um, it is getting Tell a bit light. What light. you snacking on? Snacks, buddy. Ah, oh, no, it'll be ah, in my, it's in my head for weeks. <laughs> as a maybe a hint that uh, we have talked. Gnomes has talked about um, as a dedication to my recently changed status. That maybe we just do an all baby food episode. Oh, that is awesome! Oh. <laughs> so good. So we'll see. I don't do know. It, That's a good idea. I, and I said I wanted to trick her into like having some titty milk. Breast milk. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yes. Do it. I'm doing it. I also oh, said if she was keen to... enough, if she wanted to, she could also have some placenta pills. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got the meat. Hang she on got a second. Encapsulated. Hang on a second. She did it. Let me really? Just, let me yeah. just. Just a sec. Oh, my mouth is getting wet. Apple has Apple has absolutely no problem with another human being's breast milk, but placenta pills oh, that no. you can't taste and would just swallow. Yeah. That's where you somebody else's it? inside. No. That's somebody else. Like I know. Bre- oh, yeah. You know, breast milk comes from the. I know. Yeah. I, know. I stopped speaking because I realised what I was saying. But yeah, but like, I was just I, imagining her getting it from the source. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> brown, brown cow. Uh, so keep keep you know tuned anyway. There might be might be that. I'm not sure. It depends what we can sort of organise in the next couple of days. But start expressing um, Bre- Beck. <laughs> the, the Viva Derby snack life will be happening either way, and I'm sure there'll also be lots of derby to go along with it this Saturday, June 27th, from Whitlam Centre in Liverpool. But until Ooh. the next episode of. 5x5 Viva Adobe Podcast. I'm the Big Kahuna, and I've been joined by the ever-lovely Lola Ebola and Apple Your Hair from Hard. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You ladies. Get shirty from Northern Beaches Roller Girls. Thank you very much. See you next time. Thank you. And the Game Changer from Southside, (laughs) Black Russell Terrier. Just stick. I'm not the Game Changer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you, ladies. It's been fun as always. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye.